scoop of America's favorite ice cream flavor. Wait, are you recording me? Right <laughs> now? Recording. Say that one more uh, time, Zach. So I typed into Google, do people, do black people eat Rocky Road? And uh, the first link to the article from The Guardian says, mint chocolate chip seems to divide some people down to gender and race lines. 10% of white people surveyed liked it most compared to only 2% of black people. There is also a racial difference when it comes to butter pecan. 20% of black people surveyed said it was a preferred favor, uh, preferred flavor compared to with 11% of white people. I love barbacana. You know what's you know what's really dang. fucked up is I was about to bring up mint chocolate chip too. <laughs> like, oh, like yeah, I, I love me some mint chocolate chip. I can no, see no. that one being the being me too. A I know I know black people don't like black mint chocolate chip. No, but. no, no. What the fuck? No, <laughs> fucking it's cold and it's like minty. Uh, what the fuck? Toothpaste. Toothpaste. Mm-mm. This reminds me of when Roy on, on Levitard was talking about how black people don't like camp, they don't camp in the woods. They don't hike. No, no. I've had so many scenarios where people have asked me, my white boys have asked me to camp with them. And I said, no, I will not do it. <laughs> I want to get bit by mosquitoes. I don't want to like, you know, find out how naked and afraid is filmed. Like, no, I don't want any of that shit. Well, you guys saw that that these guys over the weekend on Mount Wilson, they got attacked by a bear. Oh, <laughs> shit. Were so they black? Like, no, were they I black? think they were white. Yeah, they're never black, right? You never see any black people getting lost in the woods on a hike or anything like that. We watch on the news it happened to other people. We're That's- also the ones that, like, you know, people of color, when we go to, like, natural, like, the, the parks yeah we're not the ones that are trying to touch like the bison ever or get 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 close to old faithful ever. and like is it really hot and then you yeah. end up you know turning into a boil and you explode like Final and Fantasy i would say style. that too it's it's not just blacks it's people of color because we have all had this conversation with my friends yeah and i'm just like and they're like hell no not us either don't put us in that when you live under the daily pressure of maintaining a viable credit score that's enough fear you don't go out looking for anything more. I'm sorry, you don't. When you're, when your greatest thing to like overcome is credit card debt, you're not out there trying to like, you know, go camping and you know, going out into the ocean to you know fish for tuna. Uh uh-uh. uh. Exactly. Like it, we have enough at home. Exactly. Trying to keep like, the what happened on. to That's Shad? Enough. Remember Shad Gaspard from the WWE? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. His son was out there in the ocean. He and saved he tried his saving son. Him. He, he saved, saved his, his son. son. Yeah. And then he died. So, But that was like at Venice, I think, right? Yeah, somewhere like it's out yeah. there. Yo, uh, so I just happened to like grab my phone and the first thing that I see when I pull up uh, Twitter, like just like when I was sending out the links and stuff is who's the worst sports analyst right now. And I I just have such, uh, I, we're not, we're not going to get into this at all. That's a I just, great, why that's not? That's a good question though. <laughs> why not? Because, man? because the reason, be, because, because pal, the reason that I'm even bringing this up is my man, Nick, my man Nick is on the damn is one of the four. It is one of the four. It's Kendrick, Skip, Colin, and Nick. 
Like, no, nah, Nick Nick Wright shouldn't be there. Nick, Nick Wright does not deserve to be there. I don't think he's, he's a Fox Sports guy, but Nick Wright actually has some takes that have been that have been spot on, and he's been correct. He every mm-hmm. he had LeBron's back all year last year and was saying the Lakers were the team to be all year last year. So I'm not gonna hate on Nick Wright. I think was, the pure if we're going on on pure like historical and like current, it has to be Skip though, right? Oh yeah, Skip's oh, the word. Well. You know what it's been is he's been totally tanking his reputation like lately. Yeah, it's like he, over the dude, LeBron shit. This dude is like going extremely out of his way, and it's just like, is this really all you all you have to cling on to? Like, see, that but that's what I'm asking you, Chris. Is it a bit or is it is it serious? Like, cause he really goes on oh, LeBron, really, like even on his days off. Like, is think, it a bit? I think it started off as a as a bit, as a side to be on, as a, as a take to stand by. Mm-hmm. And he's totally. I think he's. I think half half of it now is just he's convinced himself, and <laughs> See, like he realizes that's what's getting the most clicks and traffic through his shit. Yeah. So he's also doing it that way too, and like just completely selling out, like completely. Okay, so it's like marketing kind yeah. of. Thing. Yeah. But he was well, still see, off see, Mike Ryan in a hall brawl. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but speaking of which, gentlemen, and I don't mean to interrupt you, Patty. I really don't mean to interrupt you, Pat. No, it's all good, bro. But I just feel like since we're talk since we're on the subject of hall brawls, it's only fitting that um, you know. Hold on one second. Oh God. All right, and while you're oh, looking for, th- yeah, keep keep going, Patty. Yeah, well, you, well, you, well, you're looking for that. So I think that it's the exact opposite of what you're saying, pal. I think that he started out as a legit take where Skip was legitimately like with the Miami Heat, and when he was still with Cleveland, like. LeBron hadn't done it yet. LeBron oh, had to go to Miami and do this. That's Jordan didn't have to do that. That's something that is a legitimate thing in 2010 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now I think that it's just such a meme and he gets clowned by it so much that it's, it is just a meme and it's just marketing in that aspect. But out of those four guys, I got to go with Colin just because he just re- like just craps on Cleveland just generally <laughs> like it just I, constantly goes at cleveland and baker just because it's mostly the browns it, it, it gets right? it, it no. gets clicks it's mostly baker actually. i agree i agree he uh uh cowherd um is definitely the worst if, if, of all those guys i would say cowherd's the worst but yeah. speaking of cowherd you know we got cowherd we got skip we got all this talk about hall brawls i feel like that's the perfect opportunity we gonna to do one? release Hey. Oh! <laughs> ah! Let's go! Cutthroat Podcast Fantasy Hall Brawl. Oh my god. <laughs> That's right, boys. It's time to Yo! bring back everybody's favorite cutthroat <laughs> segment. It's the Fantasy Hall Brawl. Jesus Christ, Patty. all right so this is an impromptu fantasy hall brawl boys and i'm thinking that the way we're gonna do this today is we got cowherd on one side we got skip on the other the house hates both of them with a passion and they were just ready to see both either of these guys go one of them's going home next week for sure if they don't win the daily. <sighs> All right, Cowherd, Skip, X, I'm gonna come to you second. 
Patty, uh, you're gonna have less time to think. Who you got? Yeah, I mean that's dude. That's a. I mean that's a that's a really good one. I it's. So I mean, Skip's definitely shorter than Cowherd. Cowherd's a giant. That's that's, but uh, it's gonna be hard to go against Skip. But just because Cowherd is like the one voice in like the main sports like media like radio voice that like defends Ohio State like more often than not, I'm gonna root for Colin on based on that take alone. Interesting. Interesting. Go. So you're going Colin. So now yeah usually, yeah go Bucks. Hall brawls can be a best two out of three. So in this situation, it is because it's just one on one. So one v one, Patty. Who? How's it going? Is, is it is it a clean sweep or are we? You know, we going, dist- going the distance. I think, I think Skip is going to come out and win the first one, and then Collins coming back with two of his own. I, th- I definitely think that that's what what's going on with that for interesting, sure. Interesting. X, what you got? So I just looked up right now um, as Patty was talking, both of their ages and Ooh, do you got height? <laughs> you got height and weight by any chance? Um, I don't have height and weight for you, my man. I can look at it real quick. Um, but ages, Cowherd is uh, fifty-seven and Skip is sixty-nine. So I'm gonna have to go with the I'm gonna have to go with the young buck, dude, because sixty-nine is nothing to play with. Cowherd is six-two. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, you just said 69 is nothing to play with? No, 50, or, yeah, 69, nothing to play with. But at the same time, nice. I'm going to have to go with the, the experience and the youth, the spring chicken legs, you know? I'm going to have to go with Cowherd, too. Unfortunately, I would like to say Skip because he's yoked. But at the same time, um, Cowherd is 6'2", six, six 187. And let me give you what Skip is real quick. So I'm going to go with Cowherd, and then I'll give you uh, Skip's right now. Skip is 5'10". And what the fuck is his weight? I know. I'm fucking up. 176. 176. 176. 176. So 5'10", 176, or 6'2", 180? Mm-hmm. You have to go with Cowherd. And then Cowherd's younger, too, dog. Unless you're going with Hart. If you're giving me a scenario where Skip has heart in some what scenario, kind of like LeBron's kind of face is, is on the in, other though? side or something like that. What kind of shape is, is uh, Cowherd in, though? Like, do you think he runs? Like, do you think he's a jogger? Like, I, like, I know, definitely like, think like that he stays in some shape. Cardio maybe hits the pool? He gives me a he, he, gives, he gives me a, me cross, a biker vibe. Yeah, I was gonna say a cross yeah, kind of fitness. I'm getting yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not getting necessarily like a pigeon like a like a pinpoint exercise. I just feel like he does something like repetitively, and that's like all he does. Like, like at least with Skip, you could tell he hits some kind of weights. You know what I mean? Kind yeah, of looks like, like he does like a good shake weight, like you know, like a smooth shake weight. Yeah, and, I could yeah. see that. He's a shake weight guy. Yeah, and, but the six two versus five ten. Hmm. So that's like you versus me. But it, what the ones they're they're similar in weight, and Skip's a pretty fit guy. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock him that he's not, even though he looks scary as shit. Like mm-hmm. like kind of like just like I don't want to look at him. Like yeah, you're fit and like good for you. I'm glad you're healthy at 69, but <laughs> it's just it's rough to look nice. at you. you know but he's, I mean? you also have to factor in the age, bro. Yeah. Hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. What you gonna say? It's, it's got to be Cowherd. I want to. I want to uh-huh. go with Skip, but it's got to be Cowherd. I think I definitely agree with Patty though that Skip's taking the first one. 
I think he's using up everything he has in that first one. Yeah. But what the, the one thing that has me hesitant is that since they're similar in weight and that's and since Skip is fit, like that could be solid muscle, just running over, you know, running over Cowherd, running. Yeah. Like he's got the low. He's got the low. He can get him on, on the legs and just maybe out quick him to the bell if he's in better shape. But then again, I think Cowherd Cowherd does some kind of cardio, so mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Colin, even though. Me clean, do, so. clean sleep around the board. Babe. Yeah, you know, I, th- like, I think though we all have Colin winning in three, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Is that Ubon? Mm, that wasn't even me. I think that's yeah. okay. that was me. My bad. Cutthroat Podcast Fantasy Hall, bro. I like that. I like that shit. Okay, dog. Look like you've been, uh, you know, been click clicking around over there, huh? <laughs> a little, little time over there. You know, <laughs> this I man just said, idea, "Hey, all that producing and hard okay. work you've been working on all day." Yeah, you've been really clicking today. I'm gonna clicking you guys, today, I'm gonna dog. You guys with some truth. The idea What's literally that? hit me, like right when i was about to send you guys the link for the pod and i was like i need to do this first and that's why it was taking me a few minutes because i was just like i feel like this is needed dude that's fucking amazing we're gonna use that for here on out oh yeah man i love this it isn't the, this isn't the first or second or third time it's being played we're gonna overplay it today we're there killing we go. it today but there we uh, go. Made for. There we all go. right so so what's up with the uh, with oobs he ain't gonna do it dog okay He's a cancer, so like if he says he ain't gonna do it, he's probably gonna ignore or ignore until everyone stops or leaves him alone. That's just how he goes. We'll let the finals happen a little bit, and then we'll get him in here. He'll yeah. definitely he'll definitely come back, yeah. But uh, let's let's uh do our let's do the thing that we've been doing here for, you know, covering the NBA playoffs. <laughs> I love that shit. Oh, that's right. We're starting off hoops with a hoops hall brawl. Let's get it, baby. Cutthroat Podcast Fantasy Hall brawl. <laughs> In one corner, you have CP3. Mm. In the other corner, you have Holiday. Oh. Holiday. Both point guards starting for the for the teams here in the. Okay, this. I need to tell this dude to chill with the wrist. <laughs> chill. All right. We got Drew Holiday versus Chris Paul. Bucks versus Suns starts tomorrow. So I thought. What better way to start off our hoops talk than with a fantasy hall brawl? Let's now, get it. CP3 around the the height of like you know five eleven six foot maybe six foot one at the tallest. Mm-hmm. We got Drew, who's a taller point guard, kind of like a combo guard because of his size, like six three six four. All right, who do we got? X. We're gonna go with you first, then Patty. Um. So I just looked up real quick again. Um. Drew Holiday six three. Chris Paul six one. About the same weight two oh five. So 
that's that's kind of a dead even kind of playing field right there three inches is not that much to give up in a hall brawl that usually doesn't even make a difference so Crazy. i'm gonna go with paul paul uh you know throughout his career he's more of a heart kind of player um he's something he's somebody that you know me and chris definitely wanted back in the day on the lakers because he did epitomize you know kind of like a kobe kind of mindset and you're not gonna be the strongest you're not gonna be the toughest but i will kill you with my heart my perseverance all that shit so i am going to definitely go with chris paul on this and yeah i think he is going to i, I think i think it's going to be a are we doing the threes or are we doing just one straight up best two out of three Best two out of three. I think Holiday will get him on the first, and then I think Paul is going to come back after noticing that he's like you know like he has to dig a little deeper on the last on the second one. Then the last one, I think he's just going to kill his spirit on that last little push, and he's going to outweigh that bad boy, Patty. Yeah. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. Uh, I don't think that that man is going to be. Uh, healthy enough to even be on like the feet like uh, like there on the gridiron or like etc whatever like whatever you want to call it like the crater the crater (laughs) but he's not he's not gonna be like he's been hurt patty the killing floor i love it but he's been hurt legitimately like since 2017 17 times he's been hurt 17 times i legitimately don't think like he i think he would get hurt like in the hall brawl to the point where he, like he would just get knocked out of the dome. Like, wait, wait, hold hold up. Did you say he's been hurt 17 times since 2017? Uh he's missed games 17 times because Oh, okay. I'm just I, like no, there's I, no I, way. No, I'm I'm pretty sure he's been hurt 17 times since 2017. Yeah, no, I literally counted it and uh he's missed uh, like he like one of them he's missing cuz of covid protocol so I didn't count that but uh, I believe it was like 16 or 17. Damn. Well, I mean, since 2017, that's actually not that much. If you think about it. Yeah, but like I, I think years. I'm still going with I, I think I'm still going with Drew Holiday because uh, he's younger too. Yeah, I think he's also a little bit more, uh, just a little bit more explosive, especially like right now in his career. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Okay, here's here's how I feel about it, guys. Spit it. Everything in me wants to take Drew. Come on. And. Here's how I see it. Drew, on paper, is the clear favorite and should win this. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Chris Paul, gritty, and he's crafty, and he's got that mind. Let's go. And I think what we're going to see is in the, fir- the first go-around, Chris Paul's going to get the first one, but it's going to be a battle. Mm-hmm. They're going to be battling it out. It's going to be really tough, and he's just barely going to – Get enough to lean out and touch. You know, it's one of those ones where it's like he beats him by 0.1 second, and they mm-hmm. have to like go back to the footy to see what happened. That's what they're gonna do. Okay. Oh. So who's winning? Second one. Second one. CP3 is just gonna say, "I'm gonna save myself for the next one because I just gave a lot right now," and he's gonna hmm. let Drew kind of have that one. And then that second one is gonna be an all-out war. Okay everything but he's going to be doing everything dirty you know every like kind of like you know he's similar to rick flair you know dirtiest player in the game chris paul's going to do some some 
you know, tricky, crafty stuff to end up getting that win. Stuff that's like morally, like, did you really win? But he'll, mm-hmm. you know, he'll do what it takes just to win that elimination. Now, keep in mind, a Hall Brawl is an elimination. So if you're thinking I'm saying like Chris Paul's a winner and all this, and like, like, no, I'm not saying he's winning that season of the challenge. Okay, he's going down to just purgatory, just to bring out this Hall Brawl win and stay in the house and stay for his chance to win a million dollars in this fantasy case. Okay? That's what I how I feel about it. All right? Woo! All right. That Woo! brings us to the finals, boys. All we right. made it. We made it here. You know, these teams, a lot of these teams have you know, been taken here by ambulance and whatnot. <laughs> uh, and we're going to see uh I think we're going to the one thing I will say is even though Giannis is hurt and he may not be in this series at all, the Bucks, where they are good, are at positions that the Suns are also good. So you have Aiton, but at the same time, you got him matching up with Brooke Lopez. And Brooke Lopez is a big body. Like, he's a, he's, when I say big body, like, he's like a legit 7 1 kind of guy. And that's what Aiton is. Like, Aiton, people, I think he's like, He's 7'1", but he's so lean that you don't think about how tall he is and how long he is, but that's why he's been able to be so good with Chris Paul because he's got a lot of size on him. Yep. All right, and then you got Middleton, and you got Holiday matching up with, you know, Booker and Paul. So I think that that's, in in one way, going to keep this series at least competitive, maybe, maybe at least six games um, for sure. That's just kind of how I feel to start off. One thing I also want to say don't want to make this a big thing nate mcmillan going back to the hawks it looks like as the head coach shout mm-hmm. out great job. shout out nate well they had deserved. to well earned they had, yeah, they to. had to yeah they had to. you can't take a team as an interim that's like okay a substitute teacher taking the team or taking a class all the way to the essay the state and test getting, and and getting the best scores in the in the in the district you have to yeah. make him a full-time, you know, teacher. Yeah. That's Chris. I'm looking at you. Cause I'm like, you know, that's, you know, yeah. <laughs> so you got, you gotta, you gotta give him, you know, the, the job he's earned, the mm-hmm. job he deserves. And yeah. Just mm-hmm. wanted to say as a, as a Nate McMillan podcast, you know, we're, we're happy for him and, <laughs> and we, uh, we celebrate his achievements. Although, uh, back on X. So, uh, quick story time eighth grade i had a spanish teacher that had a like a sick elder husband so she was gone a lot so we had uh, a sub for fr- like i think I, probably four out of five days every week okay um in spanish south texas i did not learn a word <laughs> that's that's my whole so she, she she did not she she didn't get picked up uh she didn't get she, uh, her 10 day was not extended damn damn that's my whole high school experience when it came to the Spanish. Like Spanish, I just could not do it. And that's what stopped me from going to Cal State Fullerton. And it made me sad because I was just too busy trying to get at girls in the class instead of learning, you know, the actual curriculum. And X, when did you take Spanish too? Do you remember? Yeah, I take I took it senior year. Were you two years ahead of me? You were two years ahead of me or, or ahead of you. You graduate oh eight? Yeah. Okay. Damn. Did you have Bernal? No, I didn't have oh, Bernal. I had Miss Rodriguez. I was going to say, I was like, damn, because I took, because I was like, I had a lot of seniors in my, uh, in my Spanish two class. I was thinking like, was X in that class? Nah, uh, nah, I wish. I no, mean, we didn't have any classes in together. That would have been like the only one. 
I mean, this podcast would have been cracking probably sooner than when it was, but yeah, nah, I didn't have (laughs) Bernal. Everyone told me to get Bernal, but I can't get, you know, his shit filled up really quick. Bernal. um, When it comes to this whole thing. Somebody say Bernal. Sorry, real quick. Did somebody say Bernal and uh, Rodriguez? Oh, you're not with it. Honestly, Bernal would wipe the floor with Rodriguez. She was oh, yeah, state. for sure. For sure. That's not even a contest. I think we both can agree on that for sure. And Patty could too if he saw the tell of the tape. <laughs> it's, it's gone. It's gone, so boys. Let's, let's, go, let's go back to this uh, this finals got matchup be- here. I'm glad. Yeah, okay. we, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we got Bucks Suns because for you know for what the playoffs have been and kind of the the nature of all these injuries kind of being deflating and, and kind of sad to see you know happening. Uh, I'm glad that we're getting like the most competitive matchup that we possibly could left. Yeah. And for that reason, I think it'll be interesting and it'll be fun and it, it'll just be you know enjoyable to watch some hoops. I hope Giannis could somehow come in, but uh, you know hyperextending your knee is is yeah. Hyperextending anything, it's going to take, you know, three weeks, weeks four weeks plus. Yeah. To, to and that's what it. I was telling Ubong about, like, because I had a hyperextension in football and I had a helmet land on my kneecap and it kind of looked like his, like how it went like that. Ooh. Exact same way. And I was. And, Back in 07? Uh, <laughs> no, this was like actually in 06, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like I was telling um, Ubong, I'm like, your leg when you're walking, it feels like kind of like a toy, you know, a toy that you have for a while. And you know, like when you get out of the box, like everything, the joints are all like straight and you like, you know, they're stiff. But then after a few years, they get a little loose, right? And then the legs start getting all weird like that. That's how I equate it to like your oh, joints. Yeah, brand new visual loose. aid, brand new Oakley's right here. Old Oakley's right here. Very flimsy. You can yeah. just kind of flip them. There we go. Nice. That's you have to be very careful, very discreet, or very diligent with your your motions. That's the perfect way to ex- to explain a hyperextension, my man. It, it really like is that. actually because I've I've also I've also had some or like in the past back when I was like catching or like I would extend for a ball or something mm-hmm. and then just like you know like totally screw up my freaking whole body. Yeah, so that's so I think yeah, it's gonna be really iffy to see him play at, after uh, until like at least game three, I say. Um, now, if we look at the matchups, it's still it's still kind of a good little matchup um, between the teams. We have Holiday guarding Book, which is gonna be actually exciting to see because Holiday is gonna be he's. A, He's a defensive savvy guard that is going to be on book. And that's the only way that they can do that. You can't put holiday on CP three because book you, you can't run the chance of him going off. Right. Um, just like my fine friend, Chris said, Aiden versus Brooke is going to be an interesting matchup, especially on the Milwaukee side, because Brooke can spread the floor. So Aiden going out to the three point line instead of, being in the paint, you know, trying to block shots and everything like that. 
you know, that's going to be a real interesting time to see like how that's going to go with the whole Aiton experience on defense. Uh, the pick and roll with Chris and Aiton is going to be always going to be fun to watch, but it's going to be, I'm really, ex- I'm really interested to see who are they going to put on Chris Paul. I think that's going to be um, something that, you know, Chris's favorite coach, coach Bud, who keeps on um, escaping these rounds. <laughs> <laughs> that man is so lucky. hey do you want to know what's funny that though for, that guy should not have his job next year you know what's funny though chris his way into it what's up hey he is about to be there next year because of this so you I have one more year you looked into it man like, it's crazy <laughs> it's like, one... they could they like they could have had carlisle you know what i mean even though he he got picked up by indy i think that if it was if, between indy and milwaukee yeah, I think, and I think what happened is when when Milwaukee went into the conference finals, it word got out like they can't let go; they're not going to let go of Bud. Yeah, now. that's exactly and, what happened. That's exactly yeah, what happened. And he solidified his position. Which yeah, is crazy. And I thought saw, about you. You saw it. You saw the adjustment. I did. You saw the lack of I adjustments, did. my I man. Did. You saw it, dude. I will forever give you credit for that because I'm like, you know what? It's not always on Coach Bud, but like I said the last pod, I'm like playoffs highlight all of your teams struggles and you saw that last season when uh the heat picked them apart and you're just like dude the dude doesn't make adjustments and i'm like you know what man it's not always on bud because the players but that whole net series i saw it and i'm like damn chris is fucking right about that man and i'm like i've been on the butt on, i've been on the coach bud hate train with you dog you pick me yeah. up and i'm just like hey let's ride this bitch but he's going to be there next season. They can't fire him now, make it to the finals. That's a bad look. What's up, and Pat? so, yeah, I just want to give you your credit on that, my man. I mean, because I'm just like, hey, Chris knows basketball. <laughs> I know, bud. You totally do, dude. I know, <laughs> you rock. <laughs> hey, but can we talk about me being wrong about the Clippers and them almost making it. If it wasn't for that game too, though, if it wasn't for that game too, <laughs> if it wasn't for the alley oop, <laughs> that game bro. two scared me so bad, bro. They would have been up three two, or no, they would have been up uh, two. Would they lose? If they would have got that game, no. If they would have got that no, game, it would have been three been two. Yeah. yeah. So, you know that Clippers in seven would have looked nicer oh, if wow. that shit didn't happen, <laughs> but. but- when you That's said it, we were expecting Kawhi to play. Like when you sent that message, it, we were expecting yes. to see Kawhi. <laughs> we weren't expecting him to be done for the year. And I mean, granted, the Clippers obviously aren't going to just announce that their best player is done for the year. Yeah. Uh, exactly. But at the same time, like we thought we were going to get it. But yeah. Go ahead, Chris. I'll say this. I I I don't I disagree. I knew he was done for the year. Did you right when you made that prediction? I was like, this guy's done. There's like, like, and the thing is, like, they're not gonna put this the information out that he's done for the season. I I don't think, I think more specifically because it's Kawhi. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, he doesn't like his medical shit being public. He doesn't like stuff being known about him. So I think that that you know, uh, that it was you know really bad for that reason. I didn't think that they could because of, you know, like Serge Ibaka. He had that back surgery, right? And then they said that he was out for the whole playoffs. 
like probably like right after all that happened. So I was just like, okay, I know that Kawhi was like, you know, they're not going to release what the fuck actually happened. I mean, is it torn? Like, we still don't know what the hell really happened with the ACL. I don't know if we ever will unless like until like he's done playing, honestly, unless unless he doesn't start off the next season, I think, you know, like that's when it starts getting iffy. But yeah, I mean, he would have had he would have had surgery already if it was a torn ACL. So if it's a honestly, he could just be waiting like like he's in no rush, man. He, He does things on his time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, not to, sorry to interrupt you, but like that's kind of like with with Kawhi, it's like he's gonna do what he wants to do, what he feels comfortable doing. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he knows he's got options, and he's just gonna wait. Like, and if it is a torn ACL and he's gonna be out for a year, like what's the rush of like, I don't know, telling people whatever? Like he he could have had surgery, and we just don't know it. Like that's you know, it's his, okay. It's so are we are we still? Um, I see that we have a guest here, but let me ask a question to the guest. No, wait, wait, wait. Real quick, before before we, because because this is, I'm sorry, shit is falling everywhere. But this is a surprise. So real quick, we're going to just go around. X, you're first. You're gonna give us the take on who you got and what you got in you know the series in seven. Who you got? Suns or Suns or Bucks? All right. I got I. Oh, God damn. I mean, it's one of those series that it depends on what percentage are we getting auto, auto, uh, Giannis, Giannis. Can't ever say his goddamn last name. But what percentage are we getting at? It, exactly. Are we getting him <laughs> at at 50% or, but fuck it. I'm going to have to go with Suns because I don't know the status that burned me in the Clippers. Suns matchup, and I'm not going to let it happen to me again. So I'm going to go with Suns. Uh, Chris Paul is going to finally get his ring. The basketball gods are going to smile on him like my dear friend has told me before. And I'm going to have to go with them in six. It's a good take. Pal, pal, what are you thinking? Uh. I think it depends. Giannis really, really changes a lot of things, and I think the Suns have been on such a hot streak, and they're the, they're the healthiest team right now that's there. But I'm still gonna go Bucks. Bucks and seven. Let's go. Let's Ooh. Go buck. Ooh. All right. So I'm thinking kind of the same thing. Um, I, I I really think that Giannis is just a, even a bigger game changer than even seeing Kawhi. But I'm too scared to like. I really don't think if we see Kawhi, even if it is like just that hyperextension, like we were talking about that or not Kawhi, I'm sorry, Giannis, even if we see Giannis with that hyperextension, um, like out there, I don't know if he's going to be more than just a decoy. And even if, even if he is just a decoy, or I think the Hawks are probably going to be smart enough to figure that out after a while and make an adjustment. So, and because of that, I'm probably, I'm, I'm going with the Suns in seven, just because of that Giannis factor. All right. Now mystery person, you are looking beautiful in the Zoom. Mysterio. Welcome, Mysterio. What's up, boys? Oh, yeah. All right, Mysterio, who you got? Who you got? Why so, you have this? I was thinking about this, and I think X hit it with Suns and Six. But for me, it's boiling down to is are we going to get above average 10? Middleton or below average 10? And, like, ultimately, 
I think his ability to be consistent is what's going to determine this game or not. Is he actually go out and be the man that they need to be? Or is he going to, you know, like be below Afton? Is he going to be a max player or is he going to be nine max players, basically what you're saying? Barrett, I'm glad that you brought up... Yeah, facts. Hey, you know, this whole narrative about him and Kawhi being a one I don't actually have a problem with there being organized that way as long as Hilton's actually going out and getting 15 in the fourth quarter for now. Yeah, I agree. You know? I agree. Yeah, I think totally. they've complemented each other really, really well, which is that's why they kept them together instead of uh, uh, letting Malcolm uh, Brogdon go a couple years ago. Yeah, but I just – I don't think it's uh, it's at a consistent enough of a level for me to pick them over the basketball gods deeming Chris Paul's time. Yeah, pal, you got something, right? Yeah, so that brings up a great uh... – a great question now are we going to get below average middleton or above average middleton and i think the only way to settle that is with definitely botched my joke just there thank you cutthroat podcast fantasy hall bro Mysterious face says it all. Mysterious face says it all, Chris. You did a great job. In these that was beautiful imagery. Oh my god. That, I'm I'm like thrown to a Mortal Kombat game with a scream. DC. But well well, uh you weren't here earlier in the podcast, but every time we played that before, I was just pouring this directly into my mouth at like at that angle. I think we're getting. I think we. You're might be a savage. Getting, I the think kid over drinking like a fucking year old. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> I just walked all over it. Hey, I'm wearing a. I'm wearing a women's uh, tank top right now. Like you. Are oh, you wearing like, like 50 cents G unit? Like you know tank top from back in the day. Like yeah, you know, bro, I'm wearing legit and... a women's extra small. What tank is top on the side? What's on the side? What's on the side, dude? You can't. Uh, it's just that. like some alcohol. It's some tequila. No. <laughs> No, what is that a horse? Is that a woman riding a horse on the side of you? No, it's um, a skeleton riding a giant cock. Huh. Let's huh. see that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. All right, uh-huh. talk real quick. Uh, beautiful, talk about beautiful, beautiful right here. It's a beautiful, beautiful skeleton person um, sure riding, riding a giant cock. cock. It is um, Espanoia tequila. Oh, that's the. Is that the name of that like world's biggest rooster? Like um, motherfucker with some forty pounds or something. That that would make sense as to why the the uh, rooster is there. Patty, did you get that swap me? What? No, no, no. So I work at a bar and we just get free bar stuff. Like that's how I got like that uh, Patron stuff earlier. Like I went in one day and my GM just threw it at me and we because one guy that we work with is just super yoked. Always, and then they and forgot a shirt one day, so they made him wear of like a women's like cut off like tank top. So Chris and works with you. What's up? yeah, yeah, he does. He, he actually looks just amazing in it, and we've all been you know wanting one since <sighs> the other guy got it and started looking so good. <sighs> Look at that man, <sighs> Mama! There goes that man, dude. I want to haul bra somebody, man. You can yeah. haul bra me, dude. Which I'm- brings oh, me yeah. to my next point, boys. All right, we're going to do the short version. 
We got Patty's hair. We got my hair. Whose hair do you got in a fantasy hall? Oh, shit. Oh! oh. All right, let it down. I can see the full... You gotta see the full thing. I'm gonna stop that. Okay, this All is right. what we got going with. I've, I've only been going for about six months, okay? I can respect the middle part, though. Yeah, I see that little Kardashian middle part. I like that. Yeah, I can respect that. Frames the face well. All right, Al. Let's, like, you know, give me, give me like, a little hair flip thing. This is sponsored by Hold on. Xavier and Shoulders. Xavier and Shoulders is good for dandruff, and it's also good. Ashy ass skin. For that ashy ass skin. I, I'm not Kevin Campbell. What's up, guys? Okay, so... Making his debut as a guest, hopefully many more appearances to come real quick. I sent this link out to my buddy Zach Akaldi. We got Zach Elk here on the pod. Hosting. Zach, are Hi. you in Zach, are you in Tokyo are you in Tokyo, my man? No, it's uh LA Live. Uh okay. Do a little snap. Do a little lean with it, rock with a snap. Do you know that? Lean with it or rock with it. Yeah, that rap. Yeah, a little, uh, little. It's a is it rap? I feel as if it's not rap. What? You know, How would it not be? No, Lee with a rock with. It. Okay, yeah, no, I think it's just a bop. Hey, define. I can't see this new person. Where is he? He. You can't see. Okay, so so we got Zach L here. I hear, I hear this this Zach fellow, but I don't see a Zach fellow. Hold on. Do you see me now? Hello. No, I, I don't. I'm like Tony Heiser. I don't know what I'm doing here, boys. I'm sorry. What's <laughs> Mysterio, are you okay? What? Mysterio. I just woke up a little bit ago. We're groovy. I don't okay. really know how to technology. We're groovy. I love it. <laughs> hey, Zach Elk in the house. Do you Hi. see him now? Do you see him? This is my good buddy. I do. Zach. I had to go over some more. Where are you at, man? I'm at work. Oh shit! What do yeah. you do, Zach? I know. Yeah, yeah going to take over. Podcast. Zach. That's what I'm talking about. No, I uh, I'm at work because I finished an episode of Fear LA Presents Up the Rafters, uh, one a podcast that I co-host with my fellow comedian slash Laker fan, uh, Mark Gonzalez. I am just the NBA ambassador to the podcast. I'm trying to bring rational thoughts into laker nation because i know sometimes we have the laker homers out there in the world so i'm just like speaking on behalf of nba fans on but... this podcast what oh i i, I don't know what you <laughs> no 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 for, for be talking about zach for this is my a nate podcast. mcmillan podcast we're a nate just mcmillan get the fuck out of here get... i'm a i'm an nba fan so i'm all for all nba talk that's what i'm saying okay wait so can we plug talk you one more time can you um can you do this in production, my man? Can you um, tell us one more time what podcast you are? Fear LA presents Up in the Rafters. You can find us on Spotify, on SoundCloud, and we actually uh, air a lot of our segments on YouTube and Instagram TV. Dude, it's one of the greatest podcasts out there. If you want great, great takes on the NBA, great takes on the Lakers. Like you said, Zach is an NBA fan, so he's going to give it to you straight. And at the same time, it's funny as hell. Okay, yeah, we, we try it. to be entertaining, like a lot oh. of. Go ahead, go ahead. No, just like a lot of podcasts in general, like a lot of basketball podcasts. Like I, I've watched what uh, 
the first two episodes for you guys. And it's just, you guys already differentiate from a lot of basketball podcasts because they're like numbers and like, oh, well, you know, if this is, this is their record when they go away and stuff. And so like, I, it's not fun necessarily to be like looking at the numbers. It's more fun to be entertaining. That's why people listen more to Stephen A. Smith than they, they do the nerd uh, that follows them after Grizzlies, you know? Hell yeah. Stephen so A. Powell. I- I have a question for you, Zach, since you are an NBA aficionado, um, as I'm hearing. And I was going to ask this right before my man Mysterio jumped on. Um, this, is an, this is a question actually to everybody in this pod. I want to start off with Zach, then Mysterio, then um, Chris, then Patty. I want you to close it out, okay? Oh, yeah, Bubba. All right. So my question is... Since we see, PR, since we see what happened to um, said Clippers... Do we do we expect Kawhi to stay? Do we expect him to leave? Do you what what do you think the Clippers should do in the offseason um, for their own team? So I also worked with the Clippers Radio Network this past season because I was with iHeartMedia. First of and, all, bro. Huh? Hey Zach, what's your link, dude? <laughs> He's trying to boo you for working with the Clippers. Don't boo us. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't worry. I did it every night. I was saying the same thing he did. They were like, "You're listening to the Clippers radio network." I'm like, "Boo!" So, um, I think Kawhi loves it with the Clippers. The only thing he actually, from what I heard, locker room wise, was the medical staff. That seemed to be true. But I, other than that, I don't think he will leave the Clippers per se. Because if you look at it this way. This team made it to the Western Conference Finals without him. And I think he wants a strong supporting cast. Not something that's always... The Lakers are always going to be the favorite child in LA. And he's a guy that's more reserved. And I'm sure you guys have seen the memes before of like, man, when Kawhi Leonard leaves the league, it's going to be like, he's gone. Like, he's going to disappear. And it's true. Like, he is going to be gone. He loves the silent life. He wants to stay away from the cameras. Like I, the Kawhi Leonard documentary, if they ever do release one, is going to be the most boring documentary we've ever seen. So it's be a I five think five second skippable ad on YouTube. Right. And so I think with him, the only thing that could probably change is, especially being in Steve Ballmer's hands, is the medical staff. So I think he will stay. Okay. Yeah, I do too. Actually, I think you know, you get to a certain point in your career. Where- other stuff doesn't matter to like your own personal life does. He went to so he went to SoCal to go home. You know, like I don't. I could see him retire early before I see him being somewhere else, just because I don't think he's the type of dude who's gonna shit about whatever narrative is around his name. He's just gonna be done whenever he's done, and he's gonna go out on his own terms like that so no i don't much as i would love to see him in a miami uniform because that they, they were linked with I miami he was linked because him don't. and jimmy butler are actually pretty good friends um wow you know but yeah and you know it, that would be a dog on our defense with that like switch everything uh rotational like defense that we do so it would fit but as far as you know him moving to the other side of the country again i don't see him being the type of guy who's gonna want to do that not just the other side of country it's miami it's south beach baby go ahead chris yeah honestly i just want to take i just want to take the second to pat myself on the back here um to toot my own horn because 
bringing on Zach, who's had Clipper experience, and then we got, you know, the our Miami Heat resident on the beat here with Mysterio. Uh, it's just kind of great how this question that you had came together as our guests came in. I just wanted to talk about the fate that, you know, I, maybe it's not fate. It's maybe just my, my instincts. You know, hey, maybe, that's Chris, what, maybe that's what it Chris, is. I just Chris, wanted to take this time to, hey, to, hey, to hey, Chris, 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 I, I got, I got, I got you're BCBO. You're beautiful. I want to lick your fucking bicep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is how, this is how I feel about it. Um, I think that, uh, you guys bring up great points. I think that he, I think he's gonna stay just because they give him everything. Zach, earlier before you got, you hopped on, we were talking about how uh, we feel that maybe he did tear his ACL, but since he kind of controls his own narrative with the Clippers, like he doesn't want that information released. So I, I think he's gonna stay with the Clippers simply because they're giving him everything he wants, and I don't think Pat Riley's gonna do that for him. From what I've heard, um, they were keeping it his status quiet like they were like keeping it like they want to go out to public but as far as what we were seeing behind the scenes like adam oslin and noah eagle who were like no eagles the voice of the clippers and adam oslin's like the pre post and halftime like they were kind of cautiously optimistic of him hoping to return in the playoffs and so like after the utah series they're like hopefully we could get him for the western conference finals like hopefully and then when it was the middle of it they were like okay they're probably holding him out into the offseason so i think by him not being in a brace by him traveling with a team to Utah, with him doing other things, I think it was only like a month-to-month thing. Luckily, it's not going to be as severe as we thought it was, but Kawhi's injury passed, as we saw with Toronto, as we saw with San Antonio. You never want to play around with this. This is a guy that's very um, delicate. Like I loved Kawhi Leonard, but it's just this is a guy that now no longer seeks to go for the regular season MVP. He's like, fuck it. Call me when it's playoffs. That's the type of person that is Kawhi Leonard. So let me, Pat, that was fucking amazing and beautiful. And I love that because I love talking to NBA aficionados like that because they give me a little background that I didn't even think of myself. So thank you for that. I want to ask Patty, why the hell does he look like Hank Hill when he was a pimp on that <laughs> one episode oh. of King of the Hill? Oh. <laughs> oh. Where did you get the hat? And and then you give us your take on what the, what the Clippers are going to do and what Kawhi going to do. God damn it, <laughs> bitches. Bobby. God damn you, Bobby. But all right, so I live in the Texas. The only woman I'm pimping is sweet lady propane. <laughs> and pain. Yes. And pain. But uh, so I just, I live in Texas. Like that's that that's that's about it and my hat rack or my hat like stand is right here you so. have to you have to keep it on for the rest you have to you can't tease us like that uh, looking do you, like do you get a cowboy hat whenever you move to texas is that yeah uh, so you get you get um you get four things all right you get you get cattle you get this hat uh, this specific hat with the feather in it just in case you have brown skin you look like a ranchero um and also, you get a uh, a shotgun and yeah, and okay. a uh, uh, two F two fifty F two fifty. Spurs? Like, do you get spurs on your boots? You have boots? No, you, you actually have to buy those yourself uh, here. 
Uh, it's not part of the starter pack. No, uh, I mean you could get it, but like it's like another extra of like three hundred bucks because the my, boots and the spurs. My man, did your did your did your accent just change like as you were talking? <laughs> he goes in between Ohio and Texas. I'm not That's gonna what? lie. No, I just come from the rurals, like regardless. So like, the more the more of this that I have, the more it comes out. <laughs> And uh, and then after a while, I just start talking like Boomhauer. Dang old, dang old man, 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 dang old man, dang old man, Yeah, man, I tell you what, man, it's just this young man. They 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 looking good. I don't think the choir is gonna go anywhere. But if he if he works, he goes somewhere. It'd be Miami or Toronto, and and I don't, I can't, I can't do the voice now that I'm under pressure, but no, that was great. Dude. Okay, there's, there's a lot of people watching you right now. Yep. I know. I know, man. All right. <laughs> you look like you could be uh, Rachel Nichols brother. It is. I was waiting yes! for Rachel Nichols quote for the day. Oh my God. Yo, so that was just a joke. That was just a joke. That was just a joke. All right, all right, all right. Zach, well, real quick, real quick, guys. We uh we have Jeanette from Lauer After Hours joining us here for our finals <laughs> preview for the I NBA. Met. She's coming in as she's hearing uh hearing wonderful jokes. We have Mysterio on. Uh, Jeanette, this is my good buddy Zach, my really good friend Zach, uh, right. from Fear LA. Uh, Jeanette also in? in Los Angeles. Can I cue her in? You are in X, please. What's up, Jeanette? Wow, I don't need all of that. Um, yes, you do. Fireworks yes, you and whatever. There's actually fireworks going on outside of my house. So, <laughs> are they playing Katy Perry fireworks? No, Gen- it's people that are. <laughs> I got I got the air horn for you. Oh wow. Uh, I know we're official. That's production. Ooh. The benefits of an actual studio. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I've been doing that for like twelve episodes, and then we have like <laughs> a real one. <laughs> and we have we've been making imaging too, and we've just been letting him still just just do it on the fly. <laughs> Speaking of imaging, real quick, I think we got to settle this since we got Jeanette and Zach here. Oh wait, hold on. I gotta start this over. <laughs> Cutthroat Podcast Fantasy Hall Brawl. That's right, guys. We got another Fantasy Hall Brawl, our fourth one of the podcast, a record tying Fantasy Hall Brawl on here. Just real quick, we'll just go around the horn. It's it's one it's uh it's best out of one. We got Nate McMillan versus Doc Rivers. Who do you got? <laughs> this season or for career? Uh, this season. What? Oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm no, ready. All time. Oh we God, gotta... Patty! Jesus Christ! <laughs> yes, yes, Patty, go, go, Patty. Yeah, while he gets his cake. Where did Mysterio go? He is uh he's in, indisposed at the moment. He said BRB. Oh, okay. Um, I have to say this season, Nate McMillan was the better coach because of adjustments. Uh, The thing with Doc Rivers is you can have a great team that 
can get you through the regular season because you're not playing a lot of back-to-backs against the same team. But when it comes to the playoffs, what can you do in a seven-game series? And Nate McMillan for being the underrated coach, being the fact that like he was hired as a what like today was a full he got the permanent job right today he was hired as the Atlanta Hawks head coach yeah like he was just interim head coach at this point the fact that his bar was so low and Doc's was actually high because Doc went on a team that was previously good they were supposed to be a number one seed at the Eastern Conference and they lost to a team I I think like if you looked at the stock Nate's went up Doc's went down that's why I would say Nate had a better season hell yeah Jeanette, who are you taking in this in this uh, hypothetical hall brawl? Well, I feel like if I go with Nate, a lot of the haters out there will say it's the LA bias going, you know, for not choosing Doc Rivers. And it would be a fair criticism for the haters to say that because, you know, we got to see for many, many years what Doc does with talent with the Clippers. And just the one chip with Boston with, you know, the quote unquote big three. So it's like you, you give them talent, you give them expectations. And it's that one gif of him just looking completely bemused. And yes, Nate McMillan had zero expectations for that team at the beginning, but he superseded. So I'm going Nate. I take Nate next year. So he's already put it out there for the East that they are a team to be taken seriously. And here's, he's there to mess shit up. So good for him. I love that. I think that Nate McMillan needs a t-shirt that says Nate McMillan is here to mess shit up. I love it. As a Nate McMillan podcast, of course. Right, guys? We can all agree that this is a Nate McMill pod. Stop it. Yeah, absolutely. Doc's overrated. I'm taking Nate as well. No, but well, if we were doing this like a real podcast. fantasy hall brawl and we were actually putting them in the hall together, like Nate McMillan is smaller than very young out there and Doc Rivers is an athlete. He's taking him to the woodshed. No, in a, in a hall, in a hall, this was an actual hall brawl. By the way, Zach, um, just to fill you in with some context, a hall brawl is kind of like an Oklahoma drill that they do on the challenge but they have like two walls of plexiglass and you uh-huh. have to run through each other and touch a bell on the other end. So in this scenario, Doc, <laughs> Doc Rivers is going against <laughs> Nate McMillan, or as I like to call him, Nate McKillen. So he's going to be McKillen this hall brawl. And honestly, Doc Doc has too much height, man. In a hall brawl, you need to be able to get low. And that's what Nate McMillan's going to do. Okay. Let me he's just... an athlete. I think you're sleeping on someone just because he's a little bit older and kind of toppy at this point. But, like, that dude's got it. He's been in the league for a hot minute. Doc gets too much credit for that championship, and that's all I'll say. I And, yes, I agree <laughs> that, that, like, he obviously had the players. He also had Tibbs as an assistant coach. Um, he had Ty Lue as an assistant coach with the Clippers. And I think the reason why it's ironic that the Clippers – uh, did so much better this playoffs than the Sixers is because Ty Lue is an adjustment coach. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he is, he earned his dues. If anything, that shows why he was uh, the first pick for the Lakers head coaching position over uh, Ty Lue. I, I think when it comes to Ty Lue being the assistant coach, there wasn't like, maybe he tried giving adjustments. And then like at the end of the day, doc was like, Hey, I'm the head coach. I get the final say, or maybe 
Ty Lue knew that he was next in line to be head coach. And he was like, mm, maybe I should just let him shit the bed real quick. So I, I think whatever it was, Ty Lue could have prevented uh, the Clippers slipping to the Nuggets in a 3-1 series. Agreed, man. All I got to say is Amin, first of all. That's the first. That's the debut of the Amin on the Cutthroat podcast. Just had to get that out there. You know, we got some Lower After Hour people here. We're not, Shout out. We're not, we're not giving you an Amin. I'm giving I, I'm giving Zach and Ami because because Tyler well, is we, a great we Zach and Ami. I am absolutely. I'm giving Zach and Ami. I'm not giving myself. Let an me Amin. just say, I'm giving Zach and Ami. I what I wanted to say. I'm sorry. I, I do want to give Doc credit because there have been a few years that like I totally was like, yo, this guy is gonna. This is the year that he fought. He gets fired. Like the year before Kawhi and Paul George came to the Clippers, I was like, this is the year he gets fired. I don't think the Clippers are gonna make the playoffs. And that was the year that Shea Gilgis Alexander was a rookie. And they did surprisingly well. And he overexceeded. They did. They went probably farther than they should have, where they were like a six game series with the Warriors. And that was when they made that massive comeback at the Oracle. And I really do think Doc is responsible for the teams that are under the radar. They're the teams that you're not expecting to do well, but they do. The teams where he's the favorite are the times he chokes. So that's what happened this year with the Sixers. And that was the same series where the whole Kevin Durant, you know who I am. Right. I'm Pat Bev. Yeah, Pat, Pat Bev was into the squirrel. Yeah, yeah, so that's what like kind of lit that whole flame and everything like that. Um, if we are going to – if we're going to go in the hall brawl, they're both former NBA players. Um, they're also, you know, coaches of the league and everything like that. However, if we're going on strictly this season, of course, we are going to go with Doc Rivers. I think that's going to be a well sweep. If we are going on the careers, um, I am going to have to go with Doc still, man. I mean, Nate was on Indiana. He was on Portland. And he did kind of like what Zach was saying, like, you know, on teams that you don't expect to do much. And then, you know, Doc would probably would have been great on those teams. They probably would have overexceeded that's probably where he would got his extension money and everything like that however when it comes to overall career trajectory when it comes to coaching I think Nate is right where he's supposed to be um he had a great team look at the team one through five he had a great team and at the same time this whole thing comes down to Ben Simmons dude I mean, if we can put it on Doc, we can do all that. We can shit on them, but we can also shit on Ben Simmons too. And we already did on the other podcasts, like the previous podcast. So at the same time, to say that Nate McMillan is a better coach than Doc Rivers, I think the jury is still fucking out on that, dude. We can't really say that still. Because when he was at Indiana, when did they go to the second round ever? And I'll wait. They had a lot of in, they had a lot of injuries on that Indiana team. No, they had a lot of injuries that last season. They didn't have injuries that seasons prior to that. I, no, Oladipo was out prior to that too, though. He's been out like the last two years. He wasn't healthy last two years. Or the last two years that Nate McMillan was there with him in Indy, he wasn't healthy going into the playoffs. But at the that was same the player. But at the same time, dude, the two years prior to that, then what happened? when Oladipo was okay. Oh, well, he was an OKC. He had a whole different roster. But each season, the roster is different. But at the same time, dude, he hasn't made it out of the first round in, in the Pacers. And when it comes to the, the Portland 
you know, coaching experience. He did all that he could in that situation. He had his squads, but you know, like it, it was what it was. So he, fi- I'm glad that he finally has a good squad in Atlanta. So I'm glad that, that, you know, like, and I'm glad that he's finally getting his praise, but to say that he was underrated, as you were saying, I don't think he was ever underrated. I think he is right where he's rated, dude. He's not the best coach and he's not the worst coach. Jeanette, how do you feel about this? I'm like listening and processing and Zach said that Doc does well when um, everything is kind of like against him. When it's his moment, that's when he kind of like backs away. So I wonder if as a coach, everything that just kind of happened with them was kind of intentional. So everybody now kind of cut, you know, uh, undermines Philly. And next season, it's like lowered expectations. They shit the bed and boom, they might make it into out of the second round, maybe. So it's like a type of, it's an evil genius reverse psychology type of move if that's where he went. But I don't know if that's extending him a lot of credit. So one of the reasons that I kind of jumped on board with you guys was because I have a lingering question for X, where a couple, maybe more than weeks ago, months ago, he was going to do drunk DMs. So I wanted to ask, how did that go? Um, Oh, yeah. So I just want to stir the pot and be like, what happened? He's been waiting for this question. (laughs) This is a question he's been dying to answer. His drunk DMs. What's your Venmo? Let me send you money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So what happened with the drunk DMs? I actually did them. Um, I did them at, like, probably 2 or 3 in the morning. Um, Patty was up at that time. I think BC was up. I know. um, I believe I was at work at that time. Steak Sauce sauce was the, the catalyst to the whole thing. He was gassing me up because I was already drinking. And he's like, hey, what's up with it? Are you going to do it tonight? And I'm like, I am going to do it tonight. So I ended up doing it. And we actually do have all the drunk DMs that I did. We haven't posted shout out, them. Shout out to your spelling in those messages, X. I don't know how many times you looked back over them to make sure there are typos. <laughs> but that was a well-executed drunken text message. That oh, you, when I'm, I've, I've seen one that I drunken texts on Tinder plenty of fish but coffee meets bagel all those you know follow me I, on all those. but at the same time i'm good at drunk texas so yes we actually did i actually did do them on behalf of the podcast um it's up to it's up to my peoples if we want to release those but yeah uh, they're all, we will, they're all, we will, we will all, not be posting those they're all well <laughs> they, there's no there's yeah. no like there's no there's no cuss words in them. There's well, there's cuss words, but it's like you know, good fucking job and stuff like that. But I'm yeah. glad I'm glad Jeanette brought this up because I will say one thing that brings me more joy than anything is on the Cutthroat Twitter, the lone DM that we have in the Cutthroat Twitter is to Devin. Yes, yes, and it's it's the drunk <laughs> DM to Devin. Did you and read it? I've read it. I read it every time I see it because it makes me so happy that that's the only DM that we have in our inbox. So he's, he's for sure sent them. I've been on, I've been on a, or I, actually I haven't, you did send them through the cutthroat Instagram, but you sent them through your own. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll post some of those ones. 
they're through my own. <laughs> Weren't they? I thought the drunk one. I thought the drunk oh, one. Please tell me they were through your own personal. <laughs> they were through your own personal, man. You don't even remember that. We just shot got a claw, even, and that was a better idea than, have an Instagram than doing them time. on our main account. Oh, oh I think it has, it has to stay on the personal because. No, nah, they're on the. They're on there. They're on there. Oh wow. Oh, there they are. They're for real. Steak sauce. I love it. All Big right. Tea, we're Big here. Tea. We're here. Go ahead and, and give us one. Give us one, and then we need some, we need some finals predictions from Zach and, and Jeanette because this is the we're this is a finals podcast, even though we're getting this great content. X, what you got? X, give us one. What'd you tell CT? Oh, you want me to read them? Just, read. Yeah, read, read. Yeah, read the C one because that see? was the one that I saw at first. And the whole time I was just like, this motherfucker actually went with that. All right. You want me to read the CT one in my drunken voice? I wish Chris could read it in his Boston voice, but okay, let's do this. It's your boy CT. What you got for me, X? <laughs> I said, see, all right. So this was at 2.43 in the morning. <laughs> CT, you goddamn Bostonian, you did it again. <laughs> you wait, won- wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Before, before you continue this, where where are you located, X? And when what time was it again? This was two forty three Cali time, so Pacific time. So so you just five in the morning, Boston man at five six in the morning. morning. <laughs> a drunk DM, <laughs> Patty. You didn't tell me this when I was drunk that night, but okay. I want to know more about this goddamn Bostonian, real quick. All right, so CT, you goddamn Bostonian, you did it again. You won MV mother or MV fucking P and and favorite team along with Big T on our end of the season awards show, my man. Personally, it's an honor DMing you. <laughs> it's it's an honor DMing you this, but I have I have a great friend named Chris that does a does your accent better than any man that has walked this earth. If you ever wanted to hear it. Or if you ever wanted to hear it, this season was up. This this season was up there with my favorite season you've been a part of, rivaling the season with Adam, where they did you dirty and all, and they still, and I'm still not over it. I'm over here fucking stuttering and shit. Your character arc this season was something of legends, my friend. We are the Cutthroat Podcast and are happy to give you the trophy of MVP of the season and would love to have you on if you're up for it. Hey, you see that shot you out, though, Chris? You see that shot you out, though? I shot you out. X. Uh, I shot you out, dog. Even drunk, I'm just like, my boy Chris can do a mean-ass fucking CT if you're up for it, dog. I like how you talked about y'all's MVP, though, as if it's just like an award. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You told him that he won the MVP of... It's like, oh, of the cutthroat? Oh, awesome. He totally, <laughs> like, he totally hey. won a brawly. What are you talking about? He won a brawly, bro. Chris, he's be... like, what the, what the fuck is a, a cutthroat? Yeah, what's a, what, what's a cutthroat pot? What's a brawly? What's a hot brawly? I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know. What. The key to doing CTs, you just got to mumble while you're doing the Boston accent. Cause you Should understand. I eat some meat you while I do it? You understand what he's doing his accent. He's, he's, you want to like, go get like, a jap? <laughs> I feel like I'm my boom hour. I feel like my Boomhauer is just a southern version of your CT. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I would say that's spot on. I would I would agree with that, dude. But I, I, like, but just I think that's... but just always remember, Patty. This is the line you whenever you're wearing that hat. This is the only line you say. The only the only lady I'm pimping is sweet lady propane. <laughs> the only lady I'm pimping is the sweet lady propane. Well, why you look like yeah, Undertaker? Yeah, don't why do your eyes roll around? Jesus I know, Christ. I was about to say, Patrick. I'll have some of what he's having. Patrick actually looks like Matthew McConaughey, but in the Dallas Buyers Cup. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Bull. I'll take it. Post dates, by the way. Post. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's get back on track here. You know, we're, we've been talking some hoops. Should I play it one more time, guys? Yes. Do, do we it. need our? Do we need our for for finals predictions? Oh. I think we need this one more time, because um, Jeanette and and Zach weren't here, and maybe Mysterio wasn't here to experience this. I've never well. seen a host of a podcast just get up and walk away so many times as Patrick. Has. Oh, it's okay. He's he's not a host. He's an executive producer, so he can. <laughs> okay, he yeah. Story. He needs to go handle some stuff. But uh, <laughs> since we're talking hoops, it's only fair to play this one more time. We're talking hoops on the Cutthroat Podcast, and we've been talking playoffs for a while now. So let's uh, we're gonna go around the horn here and and get from our three guests their finals predictions since we already got our own. We're gonna start with Jeanette, ladies first, and then we'll work our way to Zach, and then we'll finish off with the one and only Mysterio, Jeanette. We got the Bucks. We've got the Suns. We've given our takes on the Buns series. Who do you got? Um, once again, the haters will just say I'm being a hater, but you know, sometimes the haters are right. So I will go Bucks and six. Let's go! Yes. Any particular reason why? Giannis is coming back for you, huh? Uh, well, I don't have a rooting interest in either team, but I just don't want to see CP3 be successful. I think we can all agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, how do you feel? How do you feel about this series? But wait, wait, what about Cliff Paul? You want, what about Cliff Paul? No, I have no love for the state of Arizona, the city of Phoenix. They're dirty. Wow. Anything coming out of that 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 region, Grand Canyon, overrated. It's just a hole in the ground. Get over yourself. Wow. I'm sure if I had time, I could find equally mean things to say about Milwaukee. Like you know, but I can't think of any right now. I'm not gonna say anything bad about beer, so I'm not going there. Or cheese. Oh, uh, cheese! No, cheese can go kick rocks. Shots fired. Oh my god, cheese is amazing. But- Zach, how do, how do you feel about cheese and beer? Oh, um, I just of, had both earlier today, so they're they're, rot. they're all right. Yeah, they're good. They both upset got? my stomach. <laughs> what do you got about the finals, though, man? What's your what's your prediction on this? Uh, I'm just going. I had the answer given to me off of that tweet from the guy that tweeted it out back in like seven years ago, six years ago. Did you guys see that? No, yeah, I just saw. I saw that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Okay. He said, "Twenty twenty one NBA Finals will be Bucks versus Suns. Bucks win in Game Seven, like one twenty three, one fifteen. So, uh, since he made it, since he made it that far, I do think it makes sense that the Bucks will win it. Uh, and Giannis's 
day to day. So I don't see how the Suns can stop Giannis. Like, who are you going to put? Jay Crowder on him? Okay, then, like, who's going to guard Chris Middleton? Who's going to stop Drew Holiday? I think the Bucks overall have way more playoff experience than the Suns. Booker's good. Aiton's good. But I just think there's more to stop with the Bucks. so... But you know, Crowder is the only one that's been to the finals, right? On both teams. Right. Uh, Crowder has been to the finals. Um, I I want to say P- Chris Paul probably has more playoff games played than anyone on the Bucks. But I think as a unit, the Bucks have played more together, and it's about chemistry. So I I think Drew Holiday can match up with whoever he's guarding. It could be Booker. It could be, be Book. It's gonna be Book. Yeah, and oh my- I. You see what he did to Damian Lillard and to CJ McCollum when he was with the Pelicans. Um, I think the Cleveland, or excuse me, I was about to say Cleveland, uh, because Cleveland he was Cleveland Spiders, the Cleveland Spiders, shout them go, out. Go Spiders, no. real talk. Like, well, real talk. <laughs> like, legit. Like, shout out the Cleveland Spiders Twitter account. I was going to say, Ty Lu, uh, Ty Lu is again someone that I mentioned can adjust. So he knew that the weakness for Patrick Beverly or was for Devin Booker was Patrick Beverly. So if you get someone that's up in his face, he's going to be like blaming it on the mask. He was like, Oh man, it's probably my broken nose. Let me take off this mask. And he will still have the same results. And then he's going to pout and whine. So you get drew holiday on Booker. That's going to change in a lot of games. Let's go to Vegas guys. <laughs> I'd like to change my prediction now. Not for any of that smart basketball stuff that Zach said, but for the prediction. <laughs> Whatever that prediction was, that I'm now going Bucks and seven because of that. Bucks and seven from Mysterio. Are we, are, so we, we got... are we going because of the time machine? I mean, do we know that this guy has a time machine? No one ever, like, did we find out who this guy was? It's uh, this he's is a my Mason. first of hearing it. I never saw the tweet that uh, y'all I'll send were talking you, about. I'll send you, I'll send you so, I'll send you. I'm sold. He does numerology. He's a, uh, a Freemason who's into Gematria. A Freemason that's into what? Gematria. Jumanji? <laughs> Hell yeah. Which Jumanji? The Roth Jumanji or the original one? Oh, it has the only to be. One we, the only one this podcast acknowledges is Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. The real one. We're all, we're all 90s babies. That's like, the only Jumanji. Except you know for uh, Patty Cakes over here comes back oh i i was i i am the only person i think born in this uh, millennia so i do want to point that out he's generation z he's a little shit dude i'm a gen z i i i am what i am it's all right i go to jumanji is kevin hart to him that's gross i've never he seen someone do so no 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 no, no, no. You he not, probably you likes kodak black over lil wayne he's a little shit oh whoa you can't whoa. even like make jokes whoa. like that Hang on. calm excuse down me. oh i said he excuse me I will not. I will not stand for this slander. Legit. <laughs> like I, I, Jumaji, Robin Williams, hundred percent. Lil Wayne over Kodak. I think there's only one way to settle this little Wayne Kodak black situation, guys. <laughs> do, do I need to? Do I need to oh, even trying to respect like that. Oh my god. Got four tears on his face and never cried once. Hey, there it is. That settles it right there. Mysterio putting that hall bar, that quick hall bar to rest. 
<laughs> I can't say the but, word. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. I you're doing great, great, dog. You're doing great. So we've got we've got four picking the Bucks, two picking the Suns. This is this is pretty interesting here. We've got wait. Some, so so did you guys? Suns. Did the host choose the Suns? Wait, did you choose? You chose the Suns, right, X? I chose the Suns, and who else chose? The Suns? I chose the Suns. Patty, I chose them Patty originally. I chose the, I chose the Bucks in six. I I chose the Suns seven, in actually, seven under the condition that Giannis doesn't play for like a good amount of no the conditions. Game. You just go. No, with no, your no, heart. no, no, no. I'm we not speak from the, like, We speak from here, man. All right, all right, all right. My expectation is that Giannis isn't going to be where he is, and that uh, the Suns are going to win in seven. Chris Paul is going to have a 30-point triple-double in Game 7. All right, Yannette and Zach, since you guys weren't here when I made my prediction, the reason why I picked the Suns was because I actually picked the Clippers over the Suns, barring the whole Kawhi thing, but the Kawhi thing fucked me over. So I'm like, I can't pick over the Suns, only because the same thing is happening to Giannis. I've had a hyperextended knee in football, and the way that your knee is like very loose as you're running. I don't know if he's going to be right until game three, I said. So if they can still one of those or, I mean, cause it's starting off in Phoenix, right? So if they go 2-0, all they need is two more, you know, like I don't, I don't predict them getting, you know, like winning the best of after that. So that's why I said the sun. So I think it's really indicative because Kawhi fucked me over. <laughs> That's the only reason why I'm going with the Suns. I'm like, I have to go with the for sure healthier team right now. But yes. I'm not going to lie. That's the exact reason that I'm going with the Suns is because that is because Kawhi, uh, how bad Kawhi screwed you out of that Clippers series. I think we're under, underestimating Brooke Lopez here. <laughs> I, think fin- I think potential final MVP is Brooke Lopez. Guys, we could potentially have Splash Mountain be the MVP this year, and I think that's a real possibility. <laughs> I think it is. So that's why I I'm think choosing the thing the that upsets me the most is that that is an actual possibility. I think that this is more indicative. I know Zach said that this is more indicative on um, Middleton. I think it's also indicative on Holiday, though. I think a defense, we know what he's going to give you, but offense, like he's been so sporadic throughout these playoffs, dude. Like this last series when Giannis went down and they needed someone to like pick it up, give him a boost. He kind of like, you know, like offensively, he wasn't what I thought he was going to be when Giannis went down. Cause I was expecting, I, I, I knew what we were going to kind of get with Middleton. You were going to get like, what, 20 and maybe eight rebounds kind of thing, uh, give or take, high or low on that shit. But at the same time, Holiday, when his shot is bad, his shot is fucking bad, dude. Like, so I think that that's going to be a real indicative um, thing that we're not going to look at until like the series is over as well. So. Excellent. Thank you so much. Well, guys, we really appreciate you joining us for this finals edition of the Cutthroat Podcast. Uh, and on such short notice, too, you guys, uh, thank Jeanette, you guys, Mysterio, Zach, you guys were fantastic guests, and we hope to have you back very soon to talk more finals basketball. Hopefully, maybe we do another roundtable edition like this that you're more prepared for. Uh, as next long time, as you- that jabroni steak sauce isn't around, I'll be here. No, Ooh, be, I smell a hob roll coming. I these aren't going to be done. At, these aren't going to be done at two thirty in the morning, New Mexico time. So, Steak and his cousin will 
they'll be hanging out on Zoom at that time. Not maybe not around our time. I want a Mysterio steak hall bro. I would Somebody put say, steak through a table. Guys, if, oh yeah, I'm taking Mysterio. I'm ta- or I'm taking Mysterio. I'm sorry, all day. Ooh. Big fat and post. <laughs> <laughs> The Arno Schwarzenegger and Predator over is fucking amazing. Oh, bro. <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful. I can't. Zach, can you hit him with that one more time? That beer. Boop, 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 boop. Let me get it. Sorry. I had the firearms ready, so this is what it. You know. <laughs> oh, shots fired. The, the shot. That's what I would do to steak. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Mysterio over steak sauce. Why is he saying it without showing his face? Just all right. Well, for everybody in the Zoom, it is Mysterio. No, it's Mysterio. Oh my God! Again, Patty, you did that last time. No, no, no. Why do you always do this, Patty? Damn it, Patty! Put on the fucking hat, Patty. Mysterio is a one of a kind. Patty's an anarchist. He just wants to fuck things up. He just some people just want to watch the world burn as my boy. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, I do. Yeah, first he comes in here talking about how Kevin Hart is Jumanji. Generation Z, dude. That's what you get. That's what you get. It's the Gen Z in me. You're right. I'm sorry. We're all about millennials in this pod. It's a millennial pod. It's a millennial pod. Millennial pod. Nate McMillan pod. You know, Hall Brawl pod. That's us. That's that's what we do here on Cutthroat. But as I was saying, we had our wonderful guests here. From Lower After Hours, we have Mysterio and Jeanette. If you guys would like to plug your Twitters, please do do so. At Steve Arduini. (laughs) (laughs) At Guys Butts Drive Me Nuts. 92. (laughs) How do I spell that? Guys, G-U-Y-Z-B-U-T-T-S. 92. Oh, wait. Drives me nuts, right? No, guys, butts. <laughs> guys, I butts, fucked it up. I fucked it guys up. Butts 92 <laughs> is much better. Guys, butts 92 is much better. That's not Jeanette's Twitter handle, though. That is, that is not what you said at all. <laughs> oh, my burner. Dang. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll just no. see guy, guys, butts 93. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. No, we sure did not. Sure, never do. Because <laughs> you never do. But yeah, so if you guys want to plug your guys' self right now, I'm sorry about that. I just it was a it was a bad joke that I didn't remember. <laughs> I used to smoke weed. And I'm sorry, guys. I quit a long time ago. But get back on it, X, and then you'll you'll remember the joke next time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeanette from Blower After Hours, please your Twitter again for the for the fifth time. Yeah, um, I'm at jhair17, J-A-Y-H-E-R-1-7, and I just really can't wait for people to get up all in my menchies with those flabbergasted photos of my Budenholzer whenever you can't adjust, but I'm still going to write bucks and sticks. Oh, my gosh. I picked Mike. Ah! I know it's tough. I I couldn't. I, I can't believe I went with the coach Bud too. Damn it! 
Now I think, ah, jeez. Yeah. Monty Williams is better with adjustments than buttonholders. Yeah. Ah, jeez. Monty's having it all. Monty's putting on a show right now. Yeah, well, he's don't a let great that, coach. All injuries aside, he's, he's doing great. I was going right. to say, sorry, guys, but don't let that white boy go to one of the finals games, dude. This is about to be a bloodbath in the fucking in the fan section. The oh, you mean the, the Suns and Four Suns guy? Four guy, yeah, he's gonna be Suns and Suns and Six. Yeah, what's up with the Suns fans acting like Raider fans? This po- like, dude, just like chill out. Uh, so Jeanette's like, take on Phoenix was correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that that heat that they're always talking about. It's the dry heat. So many many years of you know being in a humidor has led to these conditions of them just this is like them just finally going into a different atmosphere and it affects them and apparently it causes them to punch a lot and to flip you know give a lot of middle fingers so it's it's weird this is they're all a product of global warming um you know whatever we want to call it nowadays that's what it is so climate change. a good re- yeah. climate change yes so so if you want these people to just not act like this way, please start recycling electric cars, don't drink bottled water, and then we won't see these rabid um, Suns fans ever again. Chris, so, can next, uh, next, I'll drink my bottle of water. Next, next time, can we get this for five good minutes? Can we just give her five good minutes on Arizona? You, we'll, give, we'll give Jeanette a whole podcast. The whole can we just, 45 can we just minutes to an hour on Arizona. Sure that, that was a terrific like, answer. Hey, can just don't talk always. shit about Sedona. I love Sedona. <laughs> don't get him started on Sedona. Don't get him started on Sedona. This is- red Rocks! Ooh, so red, red Rocks. You've seen one Red Rock. You've seen them all. Haven't you like ever played with Play-Doh? That's what Sedona is. It's Play-Doh. It's not, not Play-Doh. It's not. It's Rocks. Have you ever felt a rock? Have you ever felt a Red Rock before? It's magical. All brawl. <laughs> All brawl talk. Red <laughs> rock, net. black rock, white rock, granite, please. I'm sorry. You sound like all eyes matter right now. That's what you're oh. saying. All rocks. And he comes with a haymaker. <laughs> he does. Your red rock. I know you did not just come at Jeanette about some something like that. You making me stop what Why I'm doing. Why is she walking away? No, I no, no, because because she she's gonna snap rock? on you. She's right. She is right. You guys are not. Red Rocks is overrated. Get out of here with your single plastic using self, Zach. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to hear Jeanette real quick. Does she pulled up the All Rocks Matter? And I'm trying to say Red Rocks Matter. It's We're talking about Red Rocks right now. We're not saying that all rocks don't matter. That's what you're trying to say. You're buying into like this, this prefabricated notion that these red rocks are like so much better than the other rocks because apparently they have some sort of healing abilities because they are only located in the one state of Arizona. Guess what, bro? They also have red rocks in fucking Utah. Yeah, like, it's I not was the that only Zion. place you can find a red rock. It's not the yeah. only place you can find them. So it's not. And you want to know what Utah treats the red rocks like? They treat them like the Utah Jazz. They underappreciate them. So that's why Sedona is known as the place of the red rocks. And I've never said that all rocks don't matter. I'm not saying they're not special. I'm just saying that red rocks sometimes has to be the fashion and the statement, the forward progressive thing for other rocks to get intention. So I don't know. It's a lot like R and B. No, you can go kick rocks with that argument. 
Oh, Red he, Rock's that was really Matter, good. Dude. X, plug yourself real quick. I mean, not X. You're you're a part of this podcast. You don't even plug yourself. Zach, can you <laughs> plug yourself, please? Uh, Fear LA presents Up of the Rafters every Tuesday at 6 p.m. on Twitter uh, via CRN Digital Talk. So if you want, we do restream. It's on Facebook. It's on um, it's on Twitter. It's we do the podcast episode on Instagram TV, or you could catch segments on YouTube. And yeah, if you ever catch me on vacation, then I'm most likely going to be in Sedona. So catch me out there <laughs> with the eye roll. <laughs> catch him with the Red Rocks. Yeah, because and I will matter. also say that you know Fairley, terrific. You know it's it's live. He's doing a live. It's not even really a podcast as much as it's live radio. You know sometimes they'll have a certain guest on that's on that's a host of a a, a certain podcast that that maybe we're on right now. Uh, and it's fantastic. Can we do that, Chris? Do what? <laughs> Can we do live? Live? Oh my god! I don't know if anybody's <laughs> ready to handle live. You got Patty coming Patty? in, pimp hat, and trying uh, to shotgun. A I don't. White claw. I don't think. I don't think people want to listen to me live. Yeah. Patty, you got some Patty, takes. Patty live. Waiting for. <laughs> Patty live would lose all of your followers on your like fitness stuff, pal. Every time, every time I do post cutthroat uh, promos on my fitness account, I do drop a couple hundred followers. (laughs) I love a good rock. The rock, uh, the rocks that the rainbow rocks that are on the side of the road. Rocky Balboa to Vegas. I love the Rocky movies. Rocky Road Ice Cream. The Boulder from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Rocky Road Ice Cream. Hold the fuck up, guys. Wait, wait. Are you are you gonna are you gonna say anything bad about Rocky Road Ice Cream? It's fucking ass. Black people. Wow. Uh, from that's my experience, I'm the, that's what hillbillies eat. I'm an that's amateur Neil Brennan. Right there. I'm an amateur Neil Brennan. I could say that I have done studies about this. Black people do not like Rocky Road. They sure don't. You see my mat. You see my face. I'm like, what the hell did you just it's say? Too much that is going on take. for one ice cream. It's too Patty, much. Where is your nuts hat? The marshmallows. Rock'em the sock'em boppers. Rock sorry, Zach. Rock. You're not allowed to talk. Apparently. Sorry, Zach. I cut you off. I'm, I'm no, sorry. you're fine. You're fine. I was just All pretty right. much saying it's too much for one person. Like it's just you got the nuts, you got the marshmallows, almonds, and chocolate. It's just you gotta appreciate it two things at a time. If that for red rocks sense. matter, dude. Red rocks. <laughs> Chris, bring us out. This has been the Cutthroat Podcast with your host, Chris and X, and we've got our boy Patty here, at Patty on Twitter. We've got the wonderful guests of Mysterio, Jeanette, and and our guy, Zach Elk from Fear LA, joining us for a wonderful, wonderful discussion on Red Rocks, Nate McMillan, the NBA Finals, as as well as all things beef. As well as ice cream, we learned something about we learned a cultural fact about Rocky Road today that I think Rock, you know has all made us uh, open our eyes all a little bit more. If you support Black Lives Matter, you don't like Rocky Road. Ah, oh, shit! <laughs> I think I think that this might be regional and not cultural because down here in the South, I have seen plenty of people eat Rocky Road. So you've seen black people I just walking think down the street eating Rocky thing. Road. Rocky you know Road's delicious, bro. I don't know what you don't like about it. <laughs> so you're telling me down in the South. No, I'm saying that I've seen them enjoy Rocky Road in the comfort of their own home. Whoa, Mr. What you mean? <laughs> Who's, them? Who's, Who's them? they? 
Who's them? Black people. <laughs> Zach said that this was whatever. I'm not going to explain this. Y'all know what I'm saying. This has been the Cutthroat Podcast. Thank you all for listening. <laughs>